Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life. Hosted by B.B. Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Welcome back to Earth School. It's a joy to be with you this week and thank you so much for taking the time to join us. This week we're diving into... March 25th until about Thursday the 1st of April and this is not an April's Fool's joke. So Hebe, welcome my dear. <laughs> Hi Rosalind. Hi everybody. Um, I'm wondering if you could give us a little sort of taster or sort of the highlights of the astrological activations that are happening in this coming week. So for those that maybe follow them a little bit more closely can begin to dive into them or track them a little bit more and even for those who maybe don't track them or follow them that closely but they can start getting familiar to the words and sort of the energies behind them as well like Mm -hmm. yeah um I think that's a really good good idea in terms of um sort of connecting for those of you who are working with your astrology chart a little bit more in depth if you're interested in it so we're starting the week off on the 26th where venus conjoins the sun uh, at five degrees in aries and then on the 28th right afterwards venus then joins chiron at eight degrees in aries and this is at the very same degree and day where we also have our full moon in libra and i know we're going to talk definitely a lot about that um at eight degrees um of libra um on the 29th the sun is then conjoined with chiron eight degrees of aries and uh finally on the 30th of march um mercury joins with neptune at 21 degrees in pisces now there are a lot more activations that are going on there's always tons of them but they're sort of um the activations that either are the easiest to relate to or the ones that we maybe most likely feel in our everyday life so i think they're always a good starting point to dive into it um but yeah, like there is, there's so much going on in disguise, um, and and uh, you know, it probably goes beyond the scope of this um, podcast. But also, there's there's a blending, so take this as an entry point, but not as an exclusive, you know, idea of what's going on. And if I was to ask you, sort of, what would be the main themes or sort of words or energies that you see present in this coming week? How would you describe it? Because that's mm. probably what will bounce off then. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's just this this whole group of planets in, in, in Aries and sort of the words, the archetypes that come to mind are, and I think we see that in social media at the moment and in, in the news are, you know, uh, everything has to do with fire, you know, this idea of anger, this idea of shame, anxieties. I think there is, um, there's a lot of conversation, there's a lot of masterclasses coming up at the moment where we talk about, you know, these sort of subjects. And I actually see them coming up. So there's an invitation around this idea of how do I utilize the archetype of Aries, this, this fire, this impulsiveness in a way that's actually healing, in a way that is sustainable, in a way that is um, supportive of myself. And others. So I think this whole Aries complex is definitely something that we um, want to maybe dive into a little bit deeper. And then with the full moon, um, the full moon is really means that the moon and the sun on the opposite end of essentially the zodiac wheel, they're opposing each other. So the sun is in Aries, so the sun is highlighting all those themes that I was just talking about, with the moon being on the opposite end in Libra, and that's why it's called the Libra full moon brings in then this 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 idea of you know languaging it's an air element how do we find words um to all of those fiery experiences that we might have and with libra is always a a tone of um i suppose um justice to some element you know how do we bring something how do we use our expressions our thinking our our words in order to bring justice to something so there is these there's this duality that plays out at the moment i think it's going to be really uh, interesting to dive in a little bit more mm. you can sort of see it already I suppose they all feed in one week to the other in different ways sort of like there's always the underlying sort of base energy and then everything else is sort of moving around that at times too like that way but like yeah you can sort of see the energy shifting and changing into sort of a little bit more 
would it be activism or how we speak and the way we speak either out in the world or in ourselves in our own relationships but it's also the still carrying in that energy of me and, and we like you know myself mm. and others as well I would see in Aries and and Libra like so like mm. how we either learn that there is the me and the we and then how do they communicate internally and externally and together and then how do I receive all of that as well I know we've touched on this in different places along the podcast like but I really do see that as still coming to the forefront like do you know like us and then the energy behind my communications the way that I'm expressing myself what I believe in what I value where I feel there's rights or there's wrongs like and then also the ability to receive where other people perceive it to be as well like and then how mm. that those two energies nearly meet and then how am I in relationship with that there like oh yeah 100% I think as this is continuation of um of, of this we talked about this a few weeks back where mm. we were so deep in the Piscean waters right um where we had this conversation about me and 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 we on a maybe I suppose more esoteric level on a more soul level um more subtle level and to me this now this the shift into into Aries and Libras uh, last week but then particularly this week brings things to the surface I feel it makes things more tangible it brings you know it moves out of the um, symbolic meaning to more of the yeah but how is that actually playing out in my life and I think that's where we're seeing it how is shame actually coming up in my life how my you know how anger frustration and how am I communicating about all of those you know are we how am I verbalizing these parts that are all of a sudden becoming very obvious you know that's also Aries is like it's sudden and all of a sudden it's, it's it's right there and it's there with a with a whole lot of power behind it. it's like hard to contain you know for so many years and decades maybe um I was able to suppress it but now it just seems I can't hold it in for one more day so there's an urgency to it <laughs> you know it brings it into this this world and then there's always this question as well how the fabric of society has changed in terms of you know, you can see it and you can feel it, how it's more acceptable all of a sudden to talk about certain things, you know, and it's not all of a sudden more acceptable. It's more acceptable. Maybe it's out in the open due to the effort of a lot of individual work, I think. So there's definitely the shift in tone of, you know, from the underlining energies into the actuality of our life. You know, how is this playing out in my life right now? How is it playing out in our society right here? What is it that I can say? What is it that I need to say? What is it that I want to do? Can I do it? And I think it's really important to, it's not just in the outside world, it's in our immediate little spheres as well, like in relationship to myself and relationship to those closest to me and those that I love, like, of how I am because at the end of the day the, the communication is at the heart of all of our relationships like do you know like it's our communication where maybe we are not able to speak up we're not able to share what's on our heart we're not able maybe to even say the beautiful things never mind the challenging things like do you know like those like you know like you see in all the films you know to say I love you and you know to share really what's on the deepest parts of my heart like you know, so it's not always just the opposing side us and to say where I'm angry or where I'm frustrated or where, where my boundaries aren't being met. And they're both they're both angles, I think, to be looking at as well. Like, you know, so where is that expression of you know, my needs not being met, where they, they are being met? You know, like the, what parts of me are sort of am I feeling the internal struggles within my relationships and how I am communicating myself within those there? Like, you know, where do I? hide in the corner and it's not that you need to come out of that corner but I think this is a space where we're really realizing the deep patterns of how we engage with sort of the energies that are at play like and where I maybe feel well my energy my voice isn't really relevant here or it's not needed or it's not fine-tuned enough but that we're allowing ourselves to start exploring within ourselves you know what is important to me what do I stand for what do I feel I need to communicate on and what do I feel I need to actually you know learn about myself like so then I can be more informed yeah I think that's exactly sort of the lead up energetically to to the full moon as well as like you know Venus and the sun conjoined um this idea of highlighting the Venusian qualities like what is what are my priorities what's important to me um important in the material world but also you know on a heart level you know how is it that I 
experience mm. life? How do I receive life? So there's these, these clarifications, the invitation to clarify first for ourselves, within ourselves, you know, and then Venus uh, comes into conjunction with Chiron and Chiron always wants to surface something so we can heal, you know, so there is there is this highlighting of our own uh, needs, our hearts, longings, this um, really, yeah, expression from, from the heart and what has maybe stood in the way between me and expressing my heart fully you know whether that is in a creative sense what wants to come mm -hmm. out of me that I haven't allowed myself to you know to express out of whatever reason or whether this is something that um you know I have maybe not really not really tapped into I felt disconnected maybe this unconscious level as well where I'm like all of a sudden oh my god I get to see myself in a different light and now as a result of that there's something coming into the world so there is all of those reflections before we even go into then the uh, full moon um you know um of verbalizing that so again to me this week is this idea of really doing the internal work and doing the work with self first and then not stopping there but then also understanding or like reflecting as like how how is my own personal shift and change changes around and around how I see myself how I perceive myself perceive myself how I um what I want also from the world and what I have to give to the world these are all these themes how is that interplaying now when I get in conversation with my friends with my family with with like greater society at large you know and I think that's how we create the greater shifts but it requires that individual reflection so there's really an invitation to go deep and sit with yourself first I think especially mm -hmm. in the lead up to the full moon because mm -hmm. we're learning from you know being in relationship and being in contact with other people uh, but we also learn like from, you know, like the projections that we put on other people, mm. how wh what we're projecting onto them, how we see them. But then we're also learning about ourselves. Like, so we're learning the two sides, like, you know, how what my role and how I am. But then also what happens when I'm engaging with certain things in this world, like, and even sort of the, do I then, as you sort of said, like, you know, do I then lessen the value or how I see myself then if somebody else doesn't agree with that or doesn't think it's a good idea to go do this here or the impact of what they have and what I maybe want for my life and what mm -hmm. I feel really is important for me to be expressing or doing or ways of being or whatever it might be like of how maybe others impact that so much more because my own self-belief or feeling of worthiness or they hit the little pain points that way like that get in the way of that mm, I think there's really this layer of um, the, the, the themes around how do I grow really play into that mm. you know this um, both astrologically energetically um, but then also in, in our real world so this the sun venus conjunction is connected to both Jupiter and Saturn which are both you know qualities of growth in different ways so Saturn being the quality that is like what am I here to master you know where do I have to maybe be patient where is it that I have to slow myself down um, where is it that I need to go maybe into a little bit more detail rather than spinning ahead of things and then with Jupiter you know we talk about that the Jupiterian quality of saying yes to life of the obvious growth you know when just like literally we can take a deeper breath and it's like we're almost fast forwarded in life so both of those planets are playing into the sun venus uh, energy so there's always maybe this gives another context around the self-reflection what's important to me what are my priorities now how do i how i've come to understand myself to be my own sense of self-worth as well and as a result of that how do i project growth forward you know where is there room that i just still need to pause and dig a little bit deeper and where where as a result of that reflection where do doors open for me in terms of you know maybe occupying space that i've never occupied before mm, that's really stepping in there's like um something i was doing recently like and i've noticed that like a lot of sort of you're excavating parts that you didn't think really play a, a role in your life to date and you're realizing, oh, actually, they, they sneaked, in, sneaked in in little funny ways. Like, But I was just doing a timeline review and sort of emotional aspects of my life to date, like from when I was, um, when my mum carried me up to date. Like, 
but it was really interesting just listening to them and seeing within myself the ones that were sort of oh evoking emotion or evoking pain points almost like but that were still carrying energy around them and then actually seeing oh that still that plays out in a different way than it occurred in but seeing now like okay these are the parts that I'm actually being invited to work with at this moment without even realizing it like but it's a really lovely exercise to do because you get a full scope of like everything where you've grown but also sort of where those little wounds are still sort of just showing up at this stage like but they're kind of like the little ones that were hidden you know like all wounds are hidden but like you know us and you were like you know if somebody asked you're like no 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 issue with that there and then you're looking at it going oh okay this is showing up in this way like so it's nice even at this time we think with Chiron and the sun and all like to sort of review and see do you know like life will give it to us anyway but doing something like that there allows you to maybe to see if it's appearing at this moment in time like to see mm. what's evoking in you mm. it's inviting you to step into you know more of that own I suppose um, sovereignty in a way as in this idea you know acknowledging our ancestries and uh, how they have woven you know even in terms of our DNA but our maternal and paternal paths and then how am I weaving from here unconsciously you know what what is my expression and how much awareness can I bring into it's not about freeing ourselves from you know um every input it's not even possible we ever had you know but it's about bringing awareness to where am I acting from a place of reactivity or woundedness uh, and where am I actually having awareness around that and I'm acting with the knowledge of that wound or with the knowledge of that pattern and now step into a sense of authority I think there is that layer of yearness that still plays in especially when when uh, Venus and Chiron come together it's at eight degrees Uranus at the moment is at eight degrees so there is that you know Uranus moves so slow so if you think of on the outermost level or layer that you've been held it's that health it's a question of who am I now you know what parts am I ready to release and then you go into that a little bit more a layer that is a little bit more to your awareness or more superficial is then the, the conversation of growth right it's the Saturn your um Saturn and Jupiter question of us like okay where do I need to pay attention where is it how is the understanding um of myself shifting and allowing me to step into growth and then you have even more present or more on a superficial not superficial level on a layer that is I'm saying superficial because Chiron the sun Venus they all move faster than Uranus so there are more uh, they're sort of the highlighting points whereas the other ones are more like the base tone to it you know so there is those questions of of self-worth well how do I see myself now that it, when it comes to growth when it comes to authenticity you know how do I see my priorities as I'm going like okay this is what's stalling my growth oh now I'm seeing where I'm entangled in these ancestral patterns you know so there's these layers that are coming in and I think that's where astrology can be really powerful because it can give us this this roadmap almost to helping us understand how many different aspects play into any particular situation or feeling that we feel it's like all entangled in a way and so it can help mm. us to pull out the pieces and look at them independently and then we can choose to bring them back together in a more conscious way mm. that's like when you're speaking the image comes to mind it's like knitting like do you know like if you're using more than one thread you're deciding which one do I need to pick up at this moment like I don't need to pick them all up and I don't definitely don't need to try and heal it all in this moment like but it's like which one is making itself known to me or which one is the most aligned one to pick up at this moment like because each one will add in to to the pattern of ourselves and our life like but it's like to me it's always it's always in front of you anyway like but it's allowing that awareness and the the courage to go this is this is what it is the vulnerability of going okay this is a part of me that hurts like and and like we can't escape pain like you know it's going to be a part of life like so it's allowing ourselves to take that part and embrace it then like is what I sort of feel as well like that we're giving ourselves permission to heal those parts like because I really feel like a lot of the deeper stuff is coming up from beneath us like at this time in so many ways and a lot of anger and frustration and just all that restrictions and life in general like yeah yeah um what kind of comes to my mind is 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 you know we've been in this pressure cooker for now over a year 
to varying degrees and um, there's something that I think a clarification of key points that is starting to emerge for all of us at this point so as painful and as frustrating as it is to be still in this situation but there is also this unique invitation to go okay while I'm already here you know uh, frustrated angry with the situation with myself so I can either brace through those last few quarters that we're going through those last few moments or I can like really mm-hmm. pay attention as something like you know when you when you cook and you, you you just take take it off the heat a little bit too 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 early the you know the the blending of the sauce mm-hmm. just doesn't come quite together in a way and I think there is something like we've gone that far it's almost mm-hmm. like the last mile in a marathon you know, that like, just shows you so much about about yourself, you know, that rises up. And so I think there's there's a there's, there's something to that as well. So really paying attention to what's coming up. It's it's now there that the deeper layers that, you know, if we're willing to look at them, that mm-hmm. can really free us as we go forward. It's really watching like in the marathon, the thing we'll give out will be the mind. Like, mm-hmm. so to see the stories and where the mind's leading us at this moment in time into what we think the future is possible or what is impossible or wherever we feel constricted at this moment, like, and then choosing sort of, is this, you know, is this something that's shown me where I need to direct my energy or is this showing me that this is something I actually need to work on myself? Like, do you know, like whether it's anger, the frustration or any of the emotions, like, is this something for me to be carried forward and is something part of my essence to bring out into the world or to express or to share with family and friends or, is it not mine like to even work with and it's my inner work then it's reflecting to me something that needs healing and softness brought to it like and I think there's a level of maturity coming in too like of really getting a sense of you know like our own autonomy and our own choices and learning to also look at this is mine and being willing to accept that there and work with that there rather than trying to numb it out or pretend it's not there or distract ourselves in some way too like Mm. You know what, I actually had that very experience literally running, um, I only run ever one marathon <laughs> um, years, years back. Um, and I remember it so vividly because um, I think it was around, yeah, it must have been like, she said it, like the last 5Ks uh, or something like that. And at that point, I was like literally hanging on by a thread. Jody was running it with me. I have stopped talking to Jody <laughs> at that point. So she's like focused um, uh, on, mm-hmm. and I was not running very fast. Um, but anyway, so I was like nearly there in a marathon. I knew it, but there was like just obviously pain and like frustration and all of this was there to some extent. It was like, just keep your head to get and run. And then there, there was somebody on the sidelines that was supporting all the runners and she shouted, go on, there's only five more Ks to run. I think it may have been five miles at <laughs> I just remember being so furious at that woman you know I was just like so deeply angry I was like that's interesting I like that took mm. a few weeks of recovering until I had that insight <laughs> so interesting but um because I was so stretched so far there was a level of anger that mm. rose up that I didn't I've never experienced within myself <coughs> beforehand and it had nothing to do with that woman but the, um, I think this is a very similar situation that we are right now mm-hmm. it feels like we're in the five five mile the last five mile mark you know um, all I could remember thinking of here is like yeah you try and run 5k by itself <laughs> it's like <laughs> I've been already running for three hours or whatever <laughs> way, way more at that point um, way longer um, so there, there is something of you know um, an invitation to and, and I worked with that I was like okay that, that that's interesting that's an aspect of that sort of fieriness that I never saw in myself you know and it was partly protecting myself and it's partly there was like other reasons underneath it as so you can take something as simple as like you know you could, could go and run for a marathon and see what happens in the last mm-hmm. five miles <laughs> or you could sit in a pandemic and see what happens after a year of frustration where we've gone like okay I thought I've crossed the finish line several times mm-hmm. and like somebody keeps moving the goalpost and what's coming up in in that and so I think this is something that we can really actively work with because whilst we don't have control over certain things we do have there is this mm-hmm. pot there that we could go oh wow there's all of this wealth of information about myself if I'm willing to look at that and I'm not suggesting that it's comfortable but in mm-hmm. all of that I think it's so important to keep a sense of humor in it you know I mean 
it was just like me at that point getting really, really angry and then catching Jody's eyes. And he was sort of laughing at me, like, like laughing in the right amount, not to infuriate me anymore. <laughs> but also there was this moment like, yeah, I know this is like totally outrageous, inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, but by releasing that anger, then I was actually running wasn't again a bit easier mm-hmm. and carried me over the next mile or so. Um, but there is, there's like, you know, there's energy also trapped within that holding whatever it is that we're suppressing and um, I think there's an invitation to look at as that comes up and how would life be if we released whatever it is or give voice to you know um, gave room to it like because I see a lot of ones sort of the people would be sharing that they're feeling lethargic bored you know we've chatted about boredom before but you know there's kind of like that blah stage like sort of thing of it all because there is no nothing to there is no 5k left we don't know like us and towards that finish line we don't hear the people going yeah come on do you know, like so it's like there are all spaces then that are inviting us in can i be with that and see what's really beneath it like or what else is held with that there like so i can actually go it's, it's okay to feel this way and totally legitimate but let's just see if there's anything else there like or what's it inviting me into and to know maybe about myself or to learn about what's important to me or to again as we said in previous times like really getting to know what's important to us so then when we do get movement again that we really carry them with us and really tend to them even more so when there's so many other shiny things that we'll look for our attention back out in the world again like Mm -hmm. that we don't forget those things that make up the core of who we are and what are mm. really like in this time we've been struck bare so you really get to see what's really important and your value system so then can I carry that forth with me then as well yeah and if you think of the moon is always reflecting back you know the moon not having its own light uh the moon is reflecting back to the sun and when you look at an as uh, for those of you who want to um, drop a chart for, for those days, you can go, I think astro.com is a really good one where you can just type in the date of, you know, the full moon or any date mm-hmm. you want, your own birthday, then you can pull up a chart. But when you when you look at it visually, I think it's so, so helpful with the moon as this quality to reflect on the opposite side of all of those other qualities. So the sun, our vitality, our outer light, Chiron, that which wants to rise and heal and surface, you know, so it can bridge us to a, to a you know, into a more fuller, wholesome, uh, more authentic maybe version of ourselves even. And then you have Venus as well in, in all of that is like about values, about how do I magnetize? Venus is so much about as well, not just the doing, but the beingness in it. Like, how do I attract life into me, you know? And so you have all of those archetypal qualities sit in one corner of the chart at the moment. And on the other side, you have the moon, this reflective quality. So, um, and the moon, it, it reflects all of those qualities in your inner landscape. So around the full moon to really work with that, what's coming up for you to, you know, not suppress, to really take note to uh, in all its ways. And some of us like journaling, um, but you know, whenever there's an air element, you can use journaling, but sometimes speaking something out can be really powerful. So whether you go for a mm-hmm. walk and speak it out or whether you actually voice memo, record yourself, you know, or whether you have a conversation with a friend, you know, maybe a conscious conversation, someone that sort of can hold that space, we can hold that space for each other. We go like, okay, we can just verbalize anything into this space now and nobody takes it purpose, uh, personally and we're not taking it outside that space. Mm-hmm. I think all of those qualities are um, what kind of, can help us understand also in terms of meditation if you think of the mind being governed by that air space you know sign as well as so the moon reflecting back our inner landscape our, our thoughts what are my thought pattern what is something that I'm thinking about a lot you know you could even have a thought journal throughout the day and just you know when certain thoughts or all thoughts come up like it just take a little note and write it down or verbalize it out into um, a recording um so all of those ways so there is this invitation that things that have been burning underneath the surface can now rise into first of all your awareness and then from your awareness you can choose how do we want to bring that into the collective so there's a huge amount of um healing reconciliation and then sharing from a conscious place. I think that's also something, you know, that with Libra, Libra is sometimes quick to talk, quick to 
verbalize something out as well on a lower frequency speak mm-hmm. before thinking and especially with all these other players in Aries there's a sort of speediness to it I think the reflection point maybe here is as well to to go where where do certain themes of what I'm saying or verbalizing might need just to stew a little bit longer before I bring it out and that's not to self-edit in any which way but mm. just to bring consciousness is this what I'm saying actually what I want to say is this reflecting what I feel is this contributing towards change and growth or is this uh, just a kind of verbalization that we all need at times that just gets you know rid of the fluffy stuff you know but then choose your environment is that something that I want to bring into social media is this something I'll contributing to you know mm-hmm. uh to a greater realm or is this something that i just like i just want to have a good chat with a friend and like let the friend know that's just me steaming off a little bit you know uh so understanding that um but definitely the invitation to consciously bring into the communal space a level of honesty as well i think swings in that i think vulnerability as well because in all of that there if it's coming from the heart place and it feels like it's the timing and it needs to be said, it needs to be shared, whether it's in our personal relationships or out in the world, that there's the vulnerability to do that there, especially if it's something that we're not maybe used to doing. But it's the same with like when you chat of like Chiron and Venus not there, like too, it just speaks to me of like seeing the beauty in the wounds, like. And really allowing nearly the two of them to feed each other, like that uh, way, like rather than approaching it with the head on, get through it fast kind of energy, like plow our way through it, is to give it that space to breathe. But in all of that, there takes that ability to bear our heart, bear our soul, or bear what's important to us, or what we, what drives us, like. But I, I do think it is. Like, it's always about to me. It's always about you know the why am I. Why do I feel this needs to be expressed? You know, like, what's the importance of this here? And then sometimes it's like, does this need time to digest a little bit in me before it comes out into my relationship with my partner or my kids or wherever it is? You know, like in the public domain, but like, you know, yeah, sort of, can I yeah, just approach it maybe differently than I might? The energy behind it just wants to throw it out and get it out there. You know, and some things need to be done that way, but other, I think it's just so much, um, yeah, just so much throwing sometimes that it's nice to consider what we're sharing and the importance of it, because it all is all important, but then it's like, how will people receive it if it comes with a a burning coal behind it, like, mm. that way. And sometimes this idea of less is more, you know, mm. if it, if I take away the things that don't really matter the things that truly matter they they get more attention they get they have more weight you know so in terms of sharing and in terms of exchanging what is it that I really want to pay attention to and what is it that I want to give weight to and what are maybe also with Chiron in the heart as a refocusing on you know like there is an invitation it sounds so cliche but when you climb under the cliche of like healing the heart, mm. you know, um, where where are there aspects that out of me doing my own healing work, I now don't no longer need to address certain things where things have almost solved themselves, you know, things have become a non-issue because mm. how I relate to myself and where I focus and how do I see, how I see my own boundaries, my own growth potential, my own place in the world has changed and also my own power and not from an egocentrical part, but like there's some recurrent on the heart to giving more weight to our heart's desires. This is a way of also giving more weight to our beingness in the world. And and just naturally, because we're human beings, the value of a human being. And when I get to do this work first with myself, maybe there are certain buy-ins from others that I now no longer need. And as a result, certain conversations I don't need to have mm. anymore. And so I have more energy to then focus on other conversations that are now really, really important for me. Going back to the heart of who you are at your core, like... That way, like, and if you have a sense of that, that allows you to really see where to direct your energy then as well. Because sometimes not everybody needs to be in the same 
room talking, do you know, like, you can decide whether I add value into this space or whether I don't and maybe I just choose not to be part of it today and I can come back another day and be part of it, like. Mm. And also, you know, whilst we share some general commonalities and, and where we might see importance lies the current state underneath that there are these almost like subgroups you know where you know there might be some people that that resonate with you and what's important to you and they have similar frequencies and similar ideas of thoughts or really interesting point of views that stretch your mind and your heart mm -hmm. maybe as well a little bit and then the other people in your life at the moment where you go that whatever is important there to you is not it's not where their growth is at the moment you know they have other pockets so it's also about allowing yourself like when it's like not even finding your tribe but even within the people that you already know just notice which groups is where is it more potent to share certain things you know, and where is sharing certain things, just stirring it for the sake mm. of stirring and not stirring it for growth. I think there, there's also this, you know, we're all very vulnerable and this vulnerability that swings with it. So how can I navigate my truth without diminishing my light, but also without invoking more pain in someone else, right? That's the big, the big question. And I don't think there's a, there is no one answer to it. And we're all mm. feeling our way through it at the moment. But I think when it comes to that, um, just that Aries Libra um, excitement and the push forward and you know there there is that like yes using that but also just being mindful for where we where do we judge others because they seem to be on a different planet you know and what is that judgment actually not only to others but to myself as well mm. so there's there's that reflection appropriateness of time appropriateness of space um, and potency of words I think are sort of the mm. main things that, that come into that for me when I'm looking mm. at that a film and and power because my like if you just like when you're speaking I'm just thinking like you know my power like if I'm in a space where I'm just there stirring my power isn't much use really like possibly but if I go to where other people are you know like desiring the same shifts and changes like whether it's at a foundational level or levels within our personal relationships, levels within our own personal growth or whatever part it is that I am intrigued by and interested in, there's so much more power in that there. Sometimes like, and there is sometimes power in being in a space that is the other end of where we're at because we learn in opposites too. Like, but then it's like only I will know if that power is in, in the right place at that time, like with what it's invoking in me. Is it just making me more angry and frustrated, which could be fuel to move forward? Or is it just leaving me like that there and, and incapable of doing any change or making any shifts in myself or the world then? So to me, it's like, you know, the fuel for it. Like, so when I step into a space, you know, am I adding power to that place? Do you know, because we'll add it in some way, but is it going to be really fuel that can be actually used then if we're looking to create shifts and changes in ourselves, our life, our worlds, and how we're living on our day-to-day -day basis, like, because that will create the change then for the longer term, like. Yeah. Yeah, so everyone has their sort of um, particular area we can contribute to collective growth or collective mm -hmm. understanding, you know. And I think it's also important to remember that we're not all here with the exact same purpose i mean if you go deep enough into the purpose yes we all here for the same purpose <laughs> <laughs> but um we all have different choice points and different reasons for for being here and i think sometimes we can get hung up you know even in the holistic world the spiritual world where we kind of must get into these arguments with one another what's more important you know my my point and this is my group and this is really really important and versus your point in your group to this idea that now all of this is important whereas one person might be drawn as more potent in in whatever sharing sharing everything about concept a and then somebody else is here and equipped and skilled and motivated to share something about concept b and we need concept a and b and c and all of those together so mm. to to see that too where on some level we might not align with somebody else but they might do the work in their area in their way and so to not waste our energy but to see maybe acknowledge where they're doing their work 
and that might be so different to ours mm-hmm. so i think it's also live and let live there's a lot of that within the find your tribe you know yeah. like it's not my yeah. tribe is better than your tribe oh, it's like <laughs> no i wish they could see your face rose i'll just be like ronald rosling's face is going oh, no 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 <laughs> good pain <laughs> like it takes a yeah. like if you think of a village, if we all are only able to do the same thing, that ain't going to be much of an affluent village. Like, do you know? Because we all might just be, we all might just be making houses, but we've no fire, we've no food, we don't have anybody who knows how to cook, we don't know anybody who knows how to maybe cut hair. <laughs> you know, like, or we, we don't know anybody who knows how to help with the kids, or maybe we have got to stage where we don't even know how to make kids because we haven't been told that part. Do you know, like, which would naturally happen? But you know, you, you only have one thing that will strengthen. And and maybe not even strengthen, like, because if we're all in the same mindset and all not going to challenge anything or think differently, whereas we all need different aspects, like, do you know, like, and we can look at one and go, yeah, that's not for me, but God, fair play, that's beautiful, like, do you know, like, and go, wow, like, I wish I could do that, but it's just not me, like, do you know, like, but to know that difference rather than going, I better be like that now, because apparently if I'm in this field of the holistic world, I need to be able to channel, I need to be able to be a medium, I need to be able to, you know, work with my ancestors, I need to be able to, you know, work with crystals, I need to be able to, whatever, like do psychic readings, I need to be able to do it all. And that's what you see is people trying to do everything. I'm like, no, we can't actually do it all, like, because we, we will have certain, we can try it all, but then we probably will decide actually this is really what I'm here for like or I'm getting a sense of this is actually what I really love doing this is where I lose myself because if we, we can't be everything like because we'll never actually find people either who really click with us because we don't really fully know who we are and what we're really enjoying like so we're like oh no, yeah it's nice but it's not really feeding me and that's a nice space but it doesn't really light me up you know and there's nothing to me it's like they're all perfect but we're just sort of moving our way through to figure out where we sort of want to rest and take for a little while, like. Mm, I think that speaks to this, yeah. Uh, it speaks to this idea of you know healing the the feminine, the masculine, you know, and and how they interact within us and amongst us in a, in a healthy way. And you know, anytime we go in our mind into this, like, what's the best way, or what's the most supreme mm. way, or the most spiritual way of working channeling or whatever we kind of go into that paternal mindset in that hierarchy into there has to be the one thing and that's better than everything Mm. else so just notice when it happens within you and there's so much about this at the moment with current and these activations where it's like okay where is that coming from you know uh and then stepping into this these these aquarian energies of the collective and and co-creating and i say aquarian because both of your growth planets at the moment are in Aquarius, Saturn and, and Jupiter. And Saturn is going to be there for a long, long time. Um, but there is these, these qualities like, okay, how do we do it all together? But I don't have to be everything to everybody. Mm. You know, how can I do really me and appreciate how you do you? And together we all contribute in our own unique ways, you know, because I think... I see it a lot of people getting exhausted with upskilling and and cross training and what is it you know the the guilt and the shame is traveling across those different layers of our life you know the 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 guilt maybe of you know maybe you've been a yoga teacher and you've been teaching for a long time and maybe you have never experienced a sense of channeling or a sense of you know any any of these other experiences in a way you know but you're not less than you know doing the the physical Mm. work is not less than and I think at the moment it it can have this you know this working with the light and working like bringing in these other energies that seem to be maybe superior to something else so Mm. I was like yeah whilst being open and doubling in that and you might even explore that for yourself it doesn't necessarily mean that your craft and what you're adding to is any less than and I think this is actually where we're growing as humans out of this hierarchical thinking uh even in when it comes to finding a better way of living there is still that hierarchical thinking Mm. into a a sense of co-creation you know of 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 it's very, it's very that Venusian quality of sitting back, leaning back into yourself and going like, okay, there are many modalities and they're all really, really exciting. And mm. I'm enjoying how all those different peoples bring that in the world. And I can lean back and do me, 
you know, there is there's so much healing and potency and power that can come from that place as well. So just watching when that fiery, that quality wants to come through, through a, oh, I'm not enough, you know, because there can be even that sense of not enough um, and then feeling shameful about that in in the sort of the good fight or in the, you know, in, in the holistic mm-hmm. sense, in the spiritual sense, um, those those fears, shame, those those patterns, they travel across the board. We can find them everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the leaning back into the self will automatically bring up what's in your way. I can't not, you know, like it's just it's just impossible. So it will bring up that, well, I'm not good enough or it's it's not like fancy enough or it's not maybe it's not spiritual enough or it's sure it's just normal stuff or whatever my labels on it like. So that's the space then to explore then like mm-hmm. is to sort of and sit it, with all of that there that prevents me from actually just being myself in this world like because often we will diminish diminish even diminish diminish you know the qualities that are innately our strengths and that people probably just adore but we're like well, well that's sure that's just normal like it's just not not that's not that exciting that doesn't have bells and whistles and I'm like not everything comes in bells and whistles is all that it's painted to be either like do you know, but when it comes from that space that it's innately the person, you so you don't need all the bells and whistles either sometimes, like because it's your your being is speaking like. Mm. And some of the conversation that came up in, in, in sessions lately were around this idea of, you know, yeah, I'm going to yoga, but I'm an accountant. I'm not really contributing to life. I'm like, yeah, but are you enjoying it? I'm like, yeah, I love numbers and I love just the way everything works. And it's just like, are you good at it? And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually mm-hmm. really like, yeah, you you don't have to retrain as a yoga teacher. You know, that doesn't make you a better person. Sometimes we think our purpose yeah. is sort of, is what we do or our greatness is in what we do. But we or you know, the only way we can heal the planet, nobody can heal the planet. <laughs> but the way we we add to the healing is like the best healer you can be is being being you that first and foremost so you can be if you're at ease in your job and if you're just sitting there and really enjoying Mm -hmm. your accountancy don't underestimate how much that vibration settles into the workspace and the people that are in contact with you and even your children if they see mom or dad really Mm -hmm. enjoying their job that that is a role model that is that is healing it's just comes in when what you're doing is actually crippling your energy you know it's like you want yeah. to do something different you can't but I think we we have now a decade and a half of this transition of you know okay when I move out of the corporate world into one of the holistic disciplines then I'm a good person then I'm more spiritual than you know all of this and I just want to for those of you who are because we we talk a lot because we know a lot of people are yoga teachers and, and Reiki practitioners and in that world but if if you're not that does not mean you're not taking part of the the healing of the planet or the evolution of this you know uh, so really taken it's like you can go to yoga classes and love it and you can go and receive reiki and you just absolutely adore it and have astrology readings and all of that and then you go back into your corporate job and you kick ass as being like in communication you know um, that's life force if, if that lights you up that's life force in its beautiful expression mm-hmm. so if anything I know you and I we always had this conversation about like bringing actually the qualities when you go to a yoga class and what you experience then back into the accountancy mm-hmm. or into you know the communication department or sales department or whatever it is or bring mm-hmm. Reiki into that not by doing it necessarily no. like but just the person you are right as it's a result of are, engagement like, yeah. yeah yeah it's a like and it's a massive thing and I do I do totally understand that like we get this high maybe if we're starting out on this path like of being in these places where you feel so good and you leave so good and automatic thinking is like you know well I have to leave now my life and set up this business and it's like when things be when things go from something you love then to a business there is a shift of energy like unless you know that there's going to be a shift and then there's also the wake-up call of us and it if it's going to be your livelihood, it is a business. Like, do you know us? And you just don't get to rock up. I remember somebody saying to me, like, you know, I'm going to start this as a business. And I was just chanting them, like, and they were just like adamant. I was like, yeah, perfect, perfect. And then about three months later, like, but like, I have to answer phone calls and I'm getting emails. Like, you know, and people are asking me questions. I'm like, that's part of this here, unless you can give that to somebody, which may not be possible when you're first starting out with your work. Like, and they were like, yeah, I can't handle that. I was like, 
it's not just that, you know, because you love that part of sharing Reiki or sharing yoga or fucking reading somebody's chart or whatever it is. Do you know, like, but there's so much more to it that people don't see, like all the background stuff. So then you can lose that love that you have for it possibly or other people will thrive on it. But to me, it's like we need people who are aware, just aware of themselves and how they interact with the world everywhere. Do you know, like I have a girl, I, a girl, woman I trained with, like when I was in county, I, I hated it. Like I love numbers, love numbers. Give me numbers now and I'll still be happy. Like, but I hated that environment. I hated everything it stood for. Like, but she thrived in it. Like you could just see her. She just absorbed it. She could see things I couldn't see. Cause I was like, I have no interest in seeing that, Do you know, like, so, but that like to take her out of that means she won't thrive. Like, do you know, like, and to me, it's if you're in a space and you're thriving, you know, and it meets your values. You know, if you're in a space and you're like, well, this company is destroying X, Y, Z, but I feel really passionate about this. But then if you go set up your own place, you maybe have the awareness and the understanding of how to set up a place that is more ethical, like in so many ways of how maybe you treat your staff, of how you pay people, of holidays, of benefits or whatever it is, like that you have so much more of an understanding of the interconnections with other people and how it's a cycle and everybody's feeding everybody in a sense I think that's really important too like because those who come to the classes they're going to be creating change hopefully in their own environments whether it's their home or the places they work in and that's where we need it like because in reality it's all very easy when we're all sitting and we're all in the same mindset like but then we can get into let's change the world but none of us get our fingers out of our back end to do it like you know so we need it everywhere, like, and some of the best healers I've met are not working as healers and wouldn't go nowhere near it with a two, 20 foot stick in that way. Like, that's just naturally, it's there and they do it in their own way, like. Mm. So would you say then that what's coming up for people, like I say also in their professions and currently in the way they work, um, to work with those needs and see you know what the needs are and what needs addressing in a workspace or even a family setting or wherever you are rather than because what i'm seeing um so, sorry i'm just saying okay. that, that that thing um what i'm seeing also or have been seeing over the years that sometimes going into out of the corporate world into something can be also as a first step of freedom but in a way escapism you know this idea of like okay i'm actually mm. in a corporate environment that at the core i don't dislike but I really am challenged here because I have to learn to set boundaries with my boss or my coworkers, whatever it is. So I'm going to get out of here and become a yoga teacher because there I can set my boundaries. And whilst that is true, the sort of issue will haunt you. It's like you mm. get out of a relationship into the next one and, you know, all of a sudden different person, but the same issues come up. I, I do think there is a there is <laughs> something to that as well to really maybe look at what is it that would drive you out of something and is that something that's really not in alignment with with your heart energies with your core mm-hmm. energies or is it something that if that was in a in a higher expression of a higher vibration would be actually beautiful but there are these five things that need addressing and how do I go about addressing them you know are there other mm-hmm. people in my team that I can rally up together so we change together the the climate in in our team within that company and maybe connect with other teams right so what yeah. do you think about that um i'm writing down two words because i'll go out of my head and one of them already has <laughs> <laughs> so to me it comes down to different so many different little aspects like but i would check in what am i running towards something or am i running from something do you know like and you'll get a sense of it like there's going to be even if I am absolutely sure this is my next step. There's still going to be like fear, anxiety, worry, because I'm stepping into something new. Like, and that's perfect. Like, but you you can tell there's always a distinct difference in them. That way, like whether it's mentally, emotionally, or whether you chat it out with somebody, it'll come down to control too. Like, because if if I'm an employee, there's only a certain level of control that I have over possibly what changes can happen within a, in an organization like but it could be even getting me thinking about what is you know if we're chatting about here about venus and about chiron and all that like you know even looking within my workspace you know what is important to me like where do i feel i am expressing myself from my heart does this work feed my heart 
you know, and I know we can automatically go into panic stations of going, well, I don't know, is this my purpose? Or, you know, does this really excite me? But it's like, we don't need to solve that today, but we allow ourselves to ask ourselves sometimes the hard questions of going, does this really light me up now in the way maybe it did when I first started learning it or when I first started working in this space? Do I feel like it's time for shifts and changes? Do I feel like it's time for an upgrade in my work? Do you know, like, and then if things are within my control, I probably am not the only one in my environment thinking this here at the same time. Like, so like we can go like, so even people who are starting out their own business, because so many people in this environment have to like that way to get fit in the table and get things moving in their lives. Like, do you know, like, so it's go even going like, you know, I might think I can go further on my own and quicker and possibly I can, but we will get farther if we go together, like, and we will make a bigger difference if we can get more than one person beside us, like, do you know, like, just like I know from running the business 12 years, I wish I had done it sooner and put my hand up and go, I'd love some help here, like, do you know, like, I don't need to do everything myself and wear all hats, like, because then I don't get to put my energy into really what I love, like, you know, like that it's allowing us to see what's in my control, what's not. You know, if I'm starting a business, I might not be able to hand off all the crappy bits. But I can start already choosing that down the road when I get to X, I'm handing that off to somebody like, do you know, like, or I'm bringing somebody in to help me. Do you know, like, so to me, it's like exploring those parts of where you're meeting the, what in my work excites me, what doesn't like. And sometimes there are payoffs because not every part may excite us. But then it can be, is it really, does it really feed me like and nourish mm. me? And is it really feeding my values like? And if I don't know what my values are, that would be a a starting place. Mm. Because often we don't, we're just living according to everybody else's values. Mm. I think maybe as a last note, when you were saying values, what always swings into that as well as finances and money, you know. Mm. Um, so both both ways is... Um, Am I being paid in the right amount compared to the time and effort that I put in? Um, if I work for myself, how am I actually pricing my services? You know, is that am I pricing myself completely uh, out of sustainability? You know, um, what systems need to change? But then also on because we all on the consumer side as well, whether we teach yoga, we might also mm. be practicing yoga uh, or Reiki or, you know, uh, eat healthy. So we always, every time we purchase something, there is, there's power to that. And we current Venus on, and the sun, there is with this Aries energy of like starting something or doing things in a, in a new way or having that little energy behind it that's a bit rebellious as well. And I was like, you know, then there is also an invitation, I feel, to look at, is where I'm putting my money reflecting my values and my priorities. Mm -hmm. So in terms of food, who am I giving money to? Are the corporation, a corporation that in alignment with myself, you know, uh, in terms of other services and also what always kind of surprised me in a way that we go, when we could go out and get, you know, go for dinner, that we pay, you know, easily between, I don't know, 12, 25 euro for a main course, you know, but we're sort of not wanting to pay for yoga class these days, more than six euro, you know, there is a sense of what happens when we push prices down to the bottom, what happens to our teachers, but also mm. what happens to how we value things. So, um, in, in, in a way we can look at like the other structures mm. at play as well, but there is also, if I, if I'm willing to pay a certain amount for a car or a TV, for example, or a TV bundle versus what am I investing for my, how I, you know how I shop groceries mm. for example and this will not be the same for everyone because if you and your family really thrive on having having that tv bundle and netflix there especially the current times you know like use that consciously lean into it you know but we all have parts where we might spend money in ways that isn't in alignment with our ethical um value system I suppose and these are the times where we're energetically supported to make those mm -hmm. there can be such small shifts they can be shifting the brand of shampoo you use it can shift like from one shop or coffee shop to another there can be such small shifts but accumulation across the board is what shifts shopping patterns it what shifts consumer patterns and it's what shifts then for companies and corporation to adjust to those patterns so whilst we might not be able to fix the big 
things collectively again that that quality comes in and so there is that invitation again how is my individual way of valuing my choice points weighing and affecting actually the collective and then having conversations with your Mm -hmm. friends around not trying to dear god convince your friends to make the same choices you have because their priorities might be different you know but supporting each other in aligning our our money which is just another line of energy to how all our other energy lines our physical manifestation our thinking our emotional health are they all sort of aligned with Mm. with with that hard energy and i think there's a there's an invitation around that at the current times as well because to me that's where you're directing your power and that has a lot of if enough people shift it it has a lot of direction behind it not where look so it does so beautiful thank you bb I think that was a deep conversation. So hopefully everybody takes a little bit of time to digest it. Um, Thank you very much for joining us for another beautiful episode. And we hope you have a gorgeous week ahead. Tread gently as always. And as we always end, be very kind to yourself in these changing times. And we look forward to connecting with you next week. Bye. Bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to our Earthspoon podcast hosted by Rosa McNally and Ruby Dunn. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our website, www.bbdunn.com and thethirstysoul.com.